Hey everyone, it's David here. Uh, I'm sorry I didn't manage to edit this week's episode. Uh, this past weekend, Matt and I, we actually recorded two episodes and I haven't got anywhere near them because I'm in the middle of doing my taxes. Uh, I'm giving a talk here in San Diego. I'm about to give one in Los Angeles and I got a thousand one things to do. So I promise I'll have a new one out for you next week. But rather than just leave you with nothing this week, I thought I would just read a little extended quotation from one of Lewis's friends, Dorothy L. Sayers. Her words really reminded me of what Lewis wrote about Aslan, and by extension, Christ. He's not a tame lion. Now, I came across this quotation because in an attempt to get a better grip on Reformed theology, I've been listening to the White Horse Inn podcast. And a few episodes ago, there was this extended quotation from Dorothy Sayers from her work, The Dogma is the Drama. And since she was a friend of Lewis, I thought that it would be an appropriate thing to share this week since we don't have an episode. So here we go. This is from The Drama is the Dogma. So that is the outline of the official story. The talk of the time when God was the underdog and got beaten. When he submitted to the conditions he had laid down and became a man like the men he had made, and the men he had made broke him and killed him. This is the dogma we find so dull. This terrifying drama of which God is the victim and hero. If this is dull, then what in heaven's name is worthy to be called exciting? The people who hanged Christ never, to do them justice, accused him of being a bore. On the contrary, they thought him too dynamic to be safe. It has been left to later generations to muffle up that shattering personality and surround him in an atmosphere of tedium. We have very efficiently paired the claws of the Lion of Judah, certified him meek and mild, and recommended him as a fitting house pet for pale curates and pious old ladies. To those who knew him, however, he in no way suggested a milk-and-water person. They objected to him as a dangerous firebrand, True, he was tender to the unfortunate, patient with honest inquirers, and humble before heaven, but he insulted respectable clergymen by calling them hypocrites. He referred to King Herod as that fox. He went to parties in disreputable company, and was looked upon as a gluttonous man and a wine-bibber, a friend of publicans and sinners. He assaulted indignant tradesmen, and threw them and their belongings out of the temple. He drove a coach and horses through a number of sacrosanct and hoary regulations, He cured diseases by any means that came handy, with a shocking casualness in the manner of other people's pigs and property. He showed no proper deference for wealth or social position. When confronted with neat dialectical traps, he displayed a paradoxical humour that affronted serious-minded people, and he retorted by asking disagreeably searching questions that could not be answered by a rule of thumb. He was emphatically not a dull man in his human lifetime, and if he was God... There can be nothing dull about God either. But he had a daily beauty in his life that made us ugly, and officialdom felt the established order of things would be more secure without him. So they did away with God in the name of peace and quietness. Now we may call this story exhilarating, or we may call it devastating. We may call it revelation, or we might call it rubbish. But if we call it dull, then words have no meaning at all. That God should play the tyrant over man is a dismal story of unrelieved oppression. 
that man should play the tyrant over man is the usual dreary record of human futility. But that man should play the tyrant over God and find him a better man than himself is an astonishing drama indeed. Any journalist hearing of it for the first time would recognize it as news. Those who did hear it for the first time actually called it news, and good news at that. I hope you all enjoyed that. I haven't really read anything of Dorothy Sayers up until now, but after reading that quotation, I am very tempted to read more of her stuff. It is kind of funny. Jesus is often accused of being lots of different things, but it seems a curious innovation of recent generations to actually accuse him of being dull. Anyway, Matt and I will see you on the next episode of Pints with Jack, when we'll be going further up and further in. <laughs>